Let us pray. So David fled and escaped, and came to Samuel at Ramah, and told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went and dwelt in Naoth. 1 Samuel 19.18 Dear Heavenly Father, as I ponder on the truths of today's reading in 1 Samuel 19, I will focus my attention on the fact that you constantly provided inside intel to guide and protect David. In the same manner, I boldly request the same intel to guide and lead me as I walk through new doors and opportunities of uncertainty. Place the Jonathans in my life who will alert me of harmful plans and people whose main purpose is to dismantle my family, my business, my schooling, my ministry, my finances, and all relationships I have. Thank you for making a way out of no way, even when it seems like I'm retreating. Help me to realize that I am actually running to my next place to experience another miracle. Nobody's plans against me are more powerful than your presence. That is why I will clothe myself with your word and your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. Continue your time with God by listening to today's Bible story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
David is protected. In our last story, we learned how the favor of the Lord was upon David in everything he did. Every battle David led ended in victory, which made Saul's blood boil with jealousy. David developed a deep bond with Jonathan and married Saul's daughter. In this story, we will learn about Saul's jealousy spilling over onto David as he attempts to kill him a second time, inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hello, Jack Graham here with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In the last episode, we see how God gave David victory after victory in every battle that he fought. God's favor was upon this man. Saul grew increasingly jealous, envious of David, and then bitter for his impending loss of the throne. Saul attempted to take David out to kill him, but he was always unsuccessful. And even when David married Saul's daughter, Michael, Saul did not relent in his plans against David. Today, we will see once again how Saul tries to take David's life and how God protected him. So, let's listen to God's Word today. Crickets chirped outside the palace doors. A cool breeze slithered through the windows and swayed the curtains of David's bedroom. David slept soundly beside his wife in the quiet of the night. On the other side of the palace, whispers could be heard from closed doors. Saul's face was illuminated by a few flickering candles. There, in front of Jonathan and all his servants, Saul conspired to kill David. Saul paced the room, ranting quietly about David's growing popularity. The servants nodded in agreement, but Jonathan remained quiet in the corner with his arms folded. Saul rambled on in paranoia until he eventually grew tired and went to bed. When the servants departed to their own quarters, Jonathan snuck into David's bedroom. Gently and quietly he woke David up to tell him what his father had been saying. He wants you dead, Jonathan whispered. Be on your guard when the morning comes. Hide in secret while I gather more information from my father. Perhaps I can convince him otherwise, David nodded and Jonathan left his room. David and his wife stayed up and waiting, praying that Jonathan would find favor with Saul. The morning broke, and Jonathan and Saul were gathered for breakfast. Jonathan looked up at his father, waiting for the right moment to speak about David. When the time was right, he opened his mouth and said, Why would you sin against David when he has brought you nothing but fortune? Saul perked up. Jonathan, already in too deep with his words, decided to continue, saying, He risked his life with that giant, and Israel was saved. You saw it with your own eyes and rejoiced. Why then would you murder him without cause? Saul sat there silent. His heart ached. There was a war going on in Saul's heart. A clashing of good and evil raged in the depths of his mind. What his son said was true. Saul did not truly want to harm David. His jealousy was misplaced, for David had done nothing but serve Saul faithfully as his own son. Saul suddenly felt a small burst of clarity and said, As the Lord lives, I shall not harm David. Saul grinned ear to ear, and Jonathan let out a sigh of relief. He called for David, and the three of them fellowshipped as they once did. Together they strategized, ate, and enjoyed David's music. All was well, at least for a moment. War once again knocked on Israel's doors. 
the Philistines marched with great passion up against the armies of Israel. David laced up his armor and sharpened his sword. With his men behind him, David swooped into battle like an eagle against its prey. The Philistines feared David's sword and fled at the sight of him. Israel struck them with a great blow that day, and the people once again rejoiced over David's bravery. Saul could hear the cheering. The laughter and music awoke a slumbering hatred in Saul's heart. David entered into his courts and began to play the lyre again for Saul. As he strummed for his king, David could hear the slight shift in Saul's spear. David looked up as Saul hurried the spear towards his chest. David leapt to his left and crashed into the table. Saul stood, ready to mount another attack. But David escaped through the window and fled Saul's presence. Saul sent his men to David's house. But David's wife, Michal, made him escape through the window. Cleverly, she put a statue under the covers of the bed and put goat's hair on top of it. When Saul sent his men to kill David, they uncovered the blankets to find the statue in goat's hair. David ran all night towards Ramah. Tears and sweat fell from his face. He considered Saul like a father and had done nothing but serve him with respect and honor. David's heart was broken. He had his wife, his brother Jonathan, and his king Saul. Now all was seemingly lost. David continued his escape to the hills of Ramah. There he ran towards a large tent tucked in the hills. It was surrounded by a fence and a few goats were grazing nearby. A fire was lit in front of the tent and Samuel sat there staring at the stars. David did not know where else to go. He fell at Samuel's feet and told him all that Saul was doing. Saul caught word of David's whereabouts and sent men to go and kill him. When the men came to seize David, they found Samuel among his students leading a warship session. Before they could ask about David, the men spontaneously began to prophesy and worship God with them. Enraptured by the glory of God, the men were unable to find and kill David. Two more times Saul sent men to kill David, and every time they were met with the Spirit of God. God was sending a clear message to Saul, saying, My spirit is stronger than your will to kill. Do not pursue him. Yet Saul was stubborn and hell-bent on seeing David's head mounted on his spear. Saul took matters into his own hands and rode towards Ramah. He had not been there since he was last anointed by Samuel. The land made Saul uncomfortable. The evil spirit within him writhed as it entered into the presence of God's people. Saul walked up to Samuel, wanting to ask for David. Instead, Saul was struck by a wave of God's spirit, and he too worshipped and prophesied. Saul tore his clothes and lay naked and humiliated in front of Samuel. Thus continued the battle over Saul's heart. David would be safe from Saul for now but the evil that lingered over Saul would covet his blood. Saul's sickened mind was a tragic representation of pride's effect on the human soul. His paranoia and jealousy poisoned his thoughts and turned every action into foolishness. Saul would soon come face to face with his own sin, but not before he made David's life a living hell. In God's Word today, we find that Saul is overcome with jealousy and hatred for David. He is tormented by a terrible demonic spirit that is clouding his judgment. 
There comes a time when God will give someone over to their own thoughts, and that is what Saul is experiencing. He is now so far from God that evil is taking over his life. So as David sleeps in the palace, Saul rants and raves and conspires to kill David. His servants and his son, Jonathan, listen on as Saul voices his dark desires to take David out. Jonathan, ever the loyal, faithful friend, warns David that his father wants to kill him. But he tells him to stay put so he can try to talk some sense into his demonized father. David trusted Jonathan, and he waits. Jonathan pleads with his father to let good sense prevail. David was a powerful, mighty warrior who had rescued Israel from Goliath and many other enemies since. Not only that, but he was like a son to Saul, and he was a brother to Jonathan. Jonathan's words seem to inject some sanity into Saul's mind, and he vows not to harm David. But when after another battle and another victory for David came, Saul hears the Israelites praising David, not him, and his rage, his envy takes over his life. Murderous attentions take control of him. And as David is playing music to calm the king's heart, once more he hurls a spear at David, who narrowly escapes. David's wife, Michael, helps fool Saul's men by placing a statue in David's bed so David can escape through a window. We now see that Saul's own family has chosen sides, and they are on David's side, and thus the Lord's side. They know that David has been chosen by God, and that Saul has descended into madness. David runs far away, but Saul doesn't give up and sends men after David. David flees to Samuel and hides there. And now we see not only Jonathan and Michael are defending and protected David, but God himself, as always, is covering David with his protection. Listen to what happens in 1 Samuel 19, verse 20. Then Saul sent messengers to take David. And when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying and Samuel standing as head over them, the Spirit of God came upon the messengers of Saul, and they also prophesied. God sent his spirit upon these men who were sent to do harm to David, and as a result, they began to prophesy. Here again, we see that God's will will always be done. He is supreme and sovereign over every situation in our lives. Saul sends two more groups, and each time they are overcome by God's spirit. Finally, Saul himself comes, and the same thing happens to him. Saul, the once powerful and mighty king of Israel, is now left naked and lying down, unable to continue his quest to destroy David. God's purpose, God's plan cannot be overcome. But Saul isn't finished. He's out for blood. And the result of his unresolved sin and pride and envy in his heart, his heart hardens against God. And tomorrow, we will see how Jonathan continues to watch out for his dear friend David and protect him from his own father, Saul. Dear God, help us to learn from today's scripture that pride and jealousy will only lead to disastrous results. Help us to be faithful friends, just like Jonathan was to David, and care for those that we love and their safety and protection. Most of all, thank you for your love and your grace that always protects your people, that nothing will separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. 
I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love or know. And by sharing this podcast, we can get the Word of God to the world. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for Christian living, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.